Welcome to A Better Civilian Life, podcast for veterans, the place for insight on why you aren't feeling fulfilled with your life after the military and how to change that. I'm your host, Army Veteran and Life Coach, Kelly Forsberg. Let's get to it. Hey, everyone. Today's topic still trips me up, even though I've been doing this work for a few years now. I want to talk about when combat arms branches opened to females. It was 2016, and I was about to commission as a quartermaster officer, which I now think is just logistics. And along came the offer to be infantry or armor because the combat arms branches were now open to women. And the process for getting your branch was was kind of a big deal. Like it took PT scores and GPA and leadership skills and how you performed at camp and all these this compilation of things to to rank you on this national OML. I went through that whole process and was told that I would be quartermaster. And what I had originally wanted was military intelligence and the army told me that I, in fact, wanted to be a quartermaster officer. So that was news to me at the time, but I I came around. So then all of a sudden, these two new exciting things are offered to me on silver platter, basically. I mean, yes, there were some physical requirements to make sure that you could pass everything, but you, you didn't have to go through like the rigorous process or, or talent management or anything to become one of these branches. And they might have changed it now, but this is when it very first opened up and they were looking for females to put in those infantry and armor classes. And part of me really wanted it. It was like, oh my gosh, now is my chance. I can be an infantry officer. Anyone that really knows me that's listening to this is like, what? No, Kelly, no, <laughs> not for you. Uh, and and really, it wasn't like I I loved logistics and and I love life coaching. Like maybe infantry officers become life coaches, but also maybe they don't. Like it just really wasn't for me. But the point I want to make is that I felt that pull to do it because it was exciting, and other people thought it was super cool. And like, how tough and gritty do you have to be to be an infantry officer? Or at least this is my mindset. And I just couldn't do it. And I, I told myself that the army needs quartermaster officers too. It was really, it was kind of a profound thought at the time. And I didn't realize how it would translate a little bit later into more, but the army needs quartermaster officers and they need signal officers and finance officers and armor and infantry and everything in between. And it's okay if you don't want to do what other people think that you should. So even though it was my my chance to change, and I'm like kind of a change junkie, like I really like new opportunities and growth and just going for it. So it was it was challenging to say no to, but it wasn't what I was best at. Infantry. Like, okay, sure, I could lead an attack. I could, you know, set up an ambush. But I was not passionate about those things. 
It's not what I wanted, and it's not how I best serve people. So I had that lingering thought, it's better if I do want it. It's what other people want. I would be leading by example for the army. I should want this. And I didn't. And that ended up being the best answer for me. But that option is not always clear. And it's not always easy to make the choice of of what you want when other people think that you should do something else. And this is not just about doing what other people want. It's about really feeling like you should want something that you think is better, more right, or maybe better for other people. And you just don't. And that voice gets quieted down so often until sometimes we don't hear it at all. Because if you've listened to any other episode of this podcast, and I've said, what do you want? And your first thought is, I don't know. Or my life is fine. Or my life can't get any better. It's just the way it is. Then that voice inside you is so quiet that it hardly even speaks up anymore. But there is a way to tune back in to hear what's going on deep inside your brain, deep inside your heart, and figure out what you actually want and make sure it's for the right reasons. I talk about that. You got to know what you want. You got to know why you want it. And I could say those things until I'm blue in the face, but does your choice feel good? Like viscerally, like in your body, almost unexplainably, you don't know why you just want it. Like a combination of energy and desire and just connectedness to you, with you, all of it. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, think back to a time when you have just felt amazing. It could be a birthday party. It could be uh, getting a new mile time. It could be achieving something that you didn't think was possible. And you might have to go way back into childhood if you're not used to like tapping in to the feelings in your body. But just that experience, that overwhelming feeling of this feels good. I like it. I want more of it. That's how it should be with your life choices. It should feel that good. I'm not saying that it doesn't come with the bad or the doubt or the fear or the resistance. I'm just saying that if you are open to feeling good, making choices that align with what you actually want do really feel that good. So do a check-in with your body and then ask yourself, do you still want it if no one knows about it? Because we're trying to locate that intrinsically motivated desire. Do you still want it if you are making this decision just for you? Something like running a marathon. You might be excited to tell people that you ran a marathon But you have to really want to run a marathon to follow through and do all of it. Not just tell people that you're doing it, but actually tell them after the fact. If you actually don't want to run it, you just want to tell people about it, it's going to be real painful to go through all that training. And that's what I want to try and prevent a little bit of for you. 
is why are you doing this in the first place? Think of it. If you take a job that other people should want, like if you work in as a military intelligence officer and you leave and you go work for the defense industry or you go work in intelligence systems outside of the military because you think that's what you should want, what you should do, you have a clearance, it's a great salary, why not do it? Well, the why not is if you don't actually want to, there's no point. It is not worth it. So tune in. What do you want? Why do you want it? Does your choice feel good in your body? Does it feel connected, feel aligned, give you that buzz of wanting to take action? And do you still want it if no one knows about it? I can only imagine what being a female infantry officer would be like if I, if I did it and I absolutely did not want it. Like we all have, you know, embraced some amount of suck in the military. But if you really don't want to do something, it's a whole lot less fun. And it's fun for the people that do want it. And I'm not knocking that. It just wasn't for me. And the world needs the USU that there is. If you're trying to do what other people want or you're trying to do what you think you should want, then that authentic version of you is not showing its full self. It's not living its best life. And the world is missing out. So think on that. Do you still want it if no one knows about it? And do you just want it because you think you should? Talk to you next week. Hey, veterans. Whether you've been out of the military for five years or five minutes, I have something for you at abettercivilianlife.com. Your life doesn't have to be miserable. It can be just as amazing as you can dream it up. Come see us, and I'll talk to you soon.